0: This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash gamezilla Which means this episode is brought to us by you, right? That's how not, it works. No, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. Yes. The, the listener. We're talking, when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright, so just go to GameZillaMedia on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows so you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha, exclusive content for The Legend of Retro, and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesilla media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro Podcast. This is Chops, and we have Craig WK and Xander. That's right, you're still here. Yarp. And today we are talking about a game that I hold very low in my category of games that I like. Because you're a fool and you're wrong. I didn't finish this game, and I don't think I ever will. Final Fantasy 36 not totally wrong you're actually closer than you three think. slash six three slash six okay properly yes. final fantasy six um i'm just gonna go ahead and say take it away <laughs> this <laughs> uh uh this final fantasy game was released on the super nintendo by square on october 11 1994 and this jrpg tells the story of a group of people who struggle against an evil empire to avoid the end of the world spoiler alert there will be spoilers in this episode Yeah, so uh, this is... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoilers and spoilers. Spoilers-y spoilers. spoilers. Thank you, and the legend continues. (laughs) Um, So uh, if you guys aren't familiar, uh, Craig WK does uh, long plays on YouTube, and not too long ago, he finished up his playthrough of Final Fantasy VI, where he not only played through the entire game, but voiced every single character. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you don't have necessarily the time to play this game, but you would like to know what's going on in it, uh, hop over to youtube and check out all 26 episodes right uh 26 27 uh i think it was 27 is what it ended up i think at. it was 28 he takes care of all the grinding so you don't have to off screen uh and then kind of shows you all the important bits and uh yeah you get to see some gameplay um as well as and f- just live through the entire story which is pretty great oh it so, was such a fun game so if you don't get the chance to play it but you do have like eh, maybe an hour to kill before bed every night you know just sit down and watch an episode and then in about a month, you'll be done. <laughs> yeah, in about a month, you'd be done if you uh, watched one every night. So if you uh, if you want to do that and then come back and listen to this episode, by all means, do so. If you don't mind getting spoiled, that's about uh, the only thing I enjoyed about away. this game is Craig's voices. Wow, well, they're pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say nice; they were entertaining. Uh, thanks. I guess. <laughs> so this was the first RPG I ever played. This was uh, not the first RPG I ever played, but the first RPG that I ever knew. Uh years ago, uh, I had a, a friend of the family named Justin. Oh,
1: and, Justin.
0: And Justin's been brought up on the show before in the Mega Man 6 episode. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, he had, uh, we'd gone to rent a video game, and he was like, you ever play this one? I was like, Final Fantasy III? I was like, no, I don't know anything about it. He's like, this game's amazing. You're going to play it. And I was a kid. Like, it would have been when the game probably, like, kind of first came out, maybe in the first year or so. And... Uh, He had had me play it, but like he had already gone through the game. So, like, he's flying through the plot, and I'm only getting bits and pieces because, like, you know, my reading skills aren't the best. And so, like, it's just flashing on the screen. Yes. And, uh,. And so it's just flashing on the screen, and uh, and I was like, and from what I caught, I was captivated, and like the the battles, like I'd never really done, you know, like a, a game like this before. I had played Earthbound vaguely by renting it, you know, but but you know that was about it as far as RPGs go. And so I ended up having to uh, get this game. I think I got ended up getting it for Christmas one year. Uh, my mom finally like tracked it down. And I fell in love. It's there. There's a reason it's hailed as one of the greatest RPGs of all time. It's true. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's weird.
1: Remember you were our weird.
0: top uh, 100 RPGs of all time. No, when it got second place. Second behind Chrono Trigger. Wow. Uh huh. And even then, I think even in their list, they were like, you know what? You could switch this out with uh, number one and two it could be interchangeable. Oh, man, that's so weird because I just did not like this game. You also, know, I I don't don't also got why. through not even a quarter of the game. Yeah, I know. Well, a quarter, of my eye. He was like an eighth of the way through. He got to like Castle Figaro and was like, I am done. No, that moved. The castle moved, right? Is that what the, is that, that, castle? Yeah, through, that castle? He got through he got through the whole serpent trench. Yeah, you got, got up to Gao and you didn't Gaal. fall in love with the game? No, I got Gao and I did not really like the game still. Yeah. Uh, he got, You're he, insane. He got to the point where uh you fight Kefka. On, in Narsh at the mountain to to prepare or to uh, to, to protect defend, the Esper. To defend the Esper and then he got to the point where you move uh, Figaro to Jador and then he stopped. Wow. Okay so yeah you maybe got about a, a quarter of the game maybe. Yeah, I really don't understand how you weren't like interested enough to like follow through like what's going on where these Espers come from who these characters and like because every character you met at that point all comes together and they're somehow involved in the story. There is just too much focusing of like, okay, now it's this this character story turn. Now it's this character yeah. story and then it's this character and then you have like eighteen thousand characters to choose from right in the beginning and like the still the main plot of the first character is what I want to know. So keep That's her in all your party. Yeah. So keep her <laughs> in your party and keep else. playing. That's yeah. the, 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 one of the great it things. lost about, me. One of the th- greatest things about this is that it's not just one main character who's, who's going on this adventure. It's that every, and they, the way they designed it was that every single character is, is the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can make each and every one of them the main character. They all have a link to what's going on in the story. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, the, the, and even if it's not your cup of tea when it comes to the characters and stuff, Stuff. just the battle system it's like it's one of the better RPG battle systems out there and you're just staring at me <laughs> with a dumb expression chops <laughs> every character I has know, something this is special, special about, about you guys. them yeah like I did like uh, Sabin. Sabin I don't even know Sabin I've always said Sabin Sabin's what I've always said I love his fighting his fighting right uh, the yeah, blitzes. blitzes blitzes yes yeah, I like those except for I could only remember one I couldn't remember that's any the of the other part. ones that's the tricky Yeah, so there's Yeah, you have to be good to know what you're doing with the blitzes. Oh this is becoming a personal attack on me now, is it? A little. A little because I didn't like the game. You don't like one of the greatest video games ever made. That's so weird to me. You also don't like the moon. There's just so much about you chops (laughs) that's so contrarian. He's he's okay with the like the the physical spatial being of the moon, right? You just don't like the song The Moon from DuckTales. Right. I like I like Luna, yes. Uh, chops, just, just chops. <laughs> <sighs> and you, you had enough. I mean, you got through like three major points with the main villain. Yeah, and you didn't just want to kill him. Right? No, he was rotten. He was real rotten. But like, <laughs> I just wanted to get. Oh man. But I just wanted to get to the end right there. But, like everything else in between, I was okay with. Wow. Well. Then just watch my long play and you'll be fine. I well, I have been watching mm-hmm. your long play. And, you know you'll be okay. <laughs> you're so upset. A I can see. I literally can see you, like the redness in your I face. I wouldn't say it's that I'm angry with you, Chops. It's that I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, you're angry. Well, maybe a little. I <laughs> uh, so I uh, there are. I, I mean the the. We had mentioned before, the art in the game is really gorgeous. All the sprite work is really well done. Yeah, it is. The monsters look great. Like, some of them are utterly horrifying. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, the the graphics are great. Uh, They're kind of on that weird edge of, like, they're really good, but also so good that you can't exactly tell what you're looking at sometimes. In some or maybe cases it's just me. Can something be so good you don't know what you're looking at? <laughs> well no, they I don't tried to, like they they tried that's to right. put so much detail. It's like the the images of like is this a, a young woman or is this an old lady like kind of like depending Optical on illusions. Yeah. Oh is it like a blue, blue dress or a gold dress? Yeah. Kind of like, That was topical like a year ago. <laughs> I know, I don't I'm so, I'm so yeah, in the past. Something similar to that. Um like It was uh, gray, I think. Sorry, blue and gray. No, no it was it was uh, it was blue and blue and gold or It doesn't of, matter. Anyway. <laughs> You no doubt know what we're talking is about. Is it bad that I'm derailing this episode, It right is. Now? Is a this little. another MC Kids episode that this is I won't be? let it happen. Shut it, Shut it. um <laughs> Where's my brother? I'm gonna call him real quick. Don't I'm not. So um this is an example that I always I always like to point out because that's kind of a goofy thing, is the character Shadow. Uh he's the ninja character and you can see in a status portrait he clearly has an ornate headdress. Mm-hmm. But when it's small when they when they shrink it down, it looks like he's wearing scuba gear. Looks like he's wearing a You've giant... you said that before. I and, don't think so. And only only after, like, you pointed it out on the Sprite model and you're like, no, look, doesn't well, it, it look like thing, gear? Like, it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of see where I you're do, coming from. I don't from. see that. But I didn't see it when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, if you can if you can see it you know what you're looking at, great. But if, otherwise, like, you know, like, there's so much intricate detail that, like, some things kind of bleed into another. I can kind of see that, yeah. The, like, the... Like, the monster sprites, though, like in battle, are just so well done. Yeah, so well done. The Kafka sprite's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Him in the... The The final... Yeah, the clown uh, harlequin kind of Mm -hmm. uh, outfit that he's got, the jester outfit. Uh, Another kind of uh, uh, funny little... Uh, note when it comes to the graphics is that uh the world map used mode Mm 7 which is where uh it's uh like a background that scrolls and so it it kind of gave like a really great image of uh uh you know the kind of the world map moving around you and stuff and sort of like kind of like almost like kind of arcing kind of uh but it's fun because you can see where uh certain things don't work with mode 7 like you're you're Character model always moves around as the centerpiece, so it that doesn't matter. But the uh, airship is a sprite as well, and so it had to be redrawn a couple times. But they didn't draw it enough, so when you're moving away from the airship, it just like it sizes weird. Like yeah. it just sizes like like it like zooms in real quick and zooms out real quick, and it just doesn't seem natural, Kind of like Mario Kart. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought that was kind of a, a funny little uh, thing with the uh, the Mode Seven there. There are other parts of the game that use. Uh, mode seven as well like when you're on the mine cart yeah escaping and or stuff going through serpent trench or- yeah serpent trench as well the raft thing is that one of them or no uh the raft is not so much, yeah that's just sprite work in that uh case uh, but when you went through serpent trench the underground river and they kind of like the screen moved to kind of point where you were going down the river that would be or to the underwater in point? the river yeah so uh, it would it was at the end of the whole thing with Sabin, gao and cyan where you're like going through the water and it like it almost looks like you're like watching a 3D thing? Mm-hmm. It's like pseudo-3D, yeah. yeah. Well, you have terrible memory, so... I don't so. remember, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I brought shame to this podcast. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> I. Yeah, so I... Xander, what was your favorite character? We brought up the characters beforehand, and the, the cast is is huge. So you have uh, – it? uh, It's uh, like 14 characters. Uh, yeah. It's uh, enough that you can have three full teams and then – And two left over, yeah, yep. Because two are optional characters. Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. huh uh, uh go go numaru, yeah. Bigfoot, I didn't even get that bigfoot far. and the mimic, <laughs> bigfoot and a mimic, go go like a chest, like a mimic chest, or no, he just like a will, mime. Oh, a yeah. oh, mime, okay, yeah, yeah. Go go, uh, speaks right when you find him, and then he like never says anything again. He's basically just like, Oh, I'll join you on your adventure. Aye, I'll join you, ye. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he just jumps in the party. He, you, uh, in the world of ruin, he you get sucked into the mouth of a sandworm. You go into this cave, and he's just there at the end of this little tiny little maze, and he's just like, "Yeah, uh, I'll 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 hang out with you guys. Why not?" More or less, yeah. He he, he was a character. Have, he doesn't have a story. He's just well. He was a ca- like an enemy in Final Fantasy V, mm-hmm. and and he, they brought him back for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why, to be honest with you, but that's okay. Yeah, you had uh, Tara Locke, Edgar Savin, Celeste Shadow. Whoa, they've got full names, Craig. Oh, can I remember them all? Tara Bradford. Yep. Locke, Cole, Cole yep. uh, Edgar... And uh, Sabin Figaro. Figaro. Uh, they had middle names, though. Rini and Roni. Yep. Uh, you have Celeste... What was her last name? Uh, you got me there. Ooh, I don't remember Celeste's last name. Shadow's real name was Clyde. Yep. Uh, Clyde Aroni. Aroni. Uh, Cyan uh, Gambiani, I think it was what it was. Setzer Gambiani. Setzer Gambiani. What was uh, Cyan then? Cyan... Uh doma no he was the retainer to the king of doma (laughs) yep you're not wrong (laughs) anyway there's also Strago, realm and then what was Strago's last name uh stroganoff Strago Strago. magus and then realm Realm aroni aroni because you find out uh another spoiler uh you find out realm is the daughter of shadow yep in uh, uh through a series of flashbacks uh throughout the game uh you find out shadow was once a tr- uh, a train robber named Clyde who left his like pal to die uh or actually his left his pal to be tortured and then killed and so he has all this guilt built up over his like his old his old partner and then he ended up finding or meeting strago's daughter falling in love with her and then she ended up passing away but in the meantime he had left because he was this like robber he couldn't stay with her the with the family or whatever. And so he like ran off, and yeah, Celeste share share. That's what it was. So, and in uh, Cyan Cyan Garamonde Garamonde. So it did start so with the G. Almost gabby. yeah So all these characters are mandatory in the game. Like no, there are twelve mandatory characters. Ooh, no, thirteen? Manda- I'm sorry, not, 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 not thirteen. There are four, or I'm sorry, there are three uh, mandatory characters. Three characters you have to beat the game with. Oh, no, I'm sorry, four, yeah. You have uh, Celeste at the World of Ruin, picks up with her. Yep. You end up finding, oh, no, only three, Setzer and Edgar. Those are the three characters you need to get to the Tower of Kefka because there are three paths in the final dungeon and you can make three teams of four, but you only need those three characters to unlock I guess, the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, no, so I guess what I meant was there are 12 characters who you, you will meet and will join your party if you kind of go throughout the game. Eleven, you can skip Mog. Yeah, that's right. That's what I when I yeah, yeah. when I started to count and said thirteen. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So Mog, Mog is an optional sort of character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a Mog, Umaru, and Gogo, you can you you can go through the game and never never realize you missed them. Yeah, they're not involved in the plot really. I mean, I guess uh, Mog kind of is because you even saw him at the yeah. very beginning of the game. Uh, but you don't need him. He does not necessarily join your team unless you go and chat with them and hang out with them and stuff. Yeah, and there's also a chance that you can have him killed. Yes, uh, uh, he'll be back at the end of the game if he drops off the cliff, Yeah, but uh, uh, but he will not join you in the world of balance if you uh, uh, let him fall off the cliff. Yep, lone wolf the pickpocket. We uh, have an option to get this treasure or save a moogle. At the time, it's an amazing treasure. It cuts the magic use uh, of your magic user in half, so they use half the MP. And then eventually you find items in the game that cut it down to one. So what's it yeah. matter? Right. <laughs> But uh, I did want to touch... Oh, to answer your yeah. question, by the Oh, way. yeah, yeah, your favorite character. Because <laughs> we, we got lost on and that. And yours, too, Chops, because you played a little of the game. Uh, Sabin was always... Sabin. That, and uh, Mog. Sabin and Mog? Yep, just because Mog was... Oh, he's, great. He's, yeah, little, he's great, he's a little cute little moogle. Uh, what about, do Chops, you said you really like Sabin's I blitzes. I like Sabin and... Is that... That's the guy... Who's the guy that's, like, super macho... But Sabin. Sabin. Is that is he like he's like the trained martial artist? Yeah, Yeah, okay, then that's the same. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know. I, I can't I remember I had Locke, I had Sabin, Tara, Edgar. Auto crossbow. Yeah, that autocross. Edgar was my favorite girl. Yeah, there's there's up. not a that's there, all I had right there. There isn't a character that I dislike. Gao. Oh yeah, no. Like, like they're Gao. all great characters. Oh, Gao is amazing. Gao's annoying to me. Gao has one of my favorite themes in the game. Yeah, Gao's Gao has a really, really depressing song. Gao's backstory is amazingly sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was thrown out. Because his um, his mom died in childbirth, so his dad went insane, threw him out into the wilderness, and just considered him a monster child. And then at the end of the game, you can actually get Gao like to like meet his father, like you find his father, and you're like, "Okay, Gao, you can do it. You get him in a little suit, and you send him in there, and his dad doesn't remember him. He still just talks about how he was a monster child. And then to make matters worse, he's like, oh, well, you seem like a respectable child. Not like that monster child that had to be thrown out into the wilderness to his own son. And when Sabin is going to be like, I'm going to beat him up. I am going <laughs> to beat up your old man. God won't let him do it. And it's super depressing. And the event ends. And it's like, oh, that's it. Like, this is this is how Gao's story ends. Oh, super heavy. Yeah.
1: But God yeah,
0: there's a, a lot of the characters have, like, really sad. I mean, well, I, no, I think almost everybody does. Yeah. Tara, her, you know, obviously, she's a, she, you find out she's an Esper. She's half Esper. Yeah, yeah. half Esper. So her parents are, are, like, they've had their energy drained from the, or so. By the Empire, yeah. Yeah. Killed, her mom was killed. Her mm-hmm. father's magic power was drained by the Empire. Yep. Um, Lock's girlfriend is, like, uh, in a state of suspended animation. Mm-hmm. And that never gets resolved, does it? Oh, it gets resolved. And then she dies. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you bring her back with an Esper. She has one far, final parting moment with Locke, and then she dies. Yep. Uh, Celeste was raised by the Empire and yep. uh, uh, basically was like infused with magic power and then was basically just sort of like you know found out oh everything i'm standing for is horrifyingly evil. Yep. And then when she does have the chance to have like a, a small little family with Sid at the beginning of the world of ruin, if you don't get them fast enough fish, that dude dies. Yep. <laughs> yep. In fact, but you don't feed them fast enough. So there are <clears throat> you're like on this little island at the beginning of the game and there or are at fish. the beginning of the oh, end. Sorry, of the yeah, sorry. The, the at the midpoint of the game when uh so kefka Kafka wins like you, We'll get to that in a few minutes. and destroys the world. Like, sorry, the world's blown up. It's a world of ruin. Um, and you're on this little island, and it's only Celeste and Sid, and Sid's dying. And he's, like, done all the stuff to to keep Celeste alive. And so he lays down. He's like, I'm sick. I, there's nothing, you know, whatever we can do. And you can go out, and in the water, there are, like, four different speeds of fish. There are really, sl- like, slow, super-duper slow-moving ones that are easy to grab. And then there are faster ones that are a little more unpredictable and harder to grab. You have to get the fast ones because the other ones are old or poisoned. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if he doesn't eat enough food, if he doesn't eat enough good like fast fish, he will die. And it's like a time game, like so it, it can literally go on forever. Or you can get super lucky and get fast fish right away, and you're all set, and he lives. Or more often than not, he just dies and leaves a note like, "Hey, I'm dead. Sorry, here's a raft." Here's, yeah, here's a raft. There's actually an uh, uh, an optional little side event. Where Celeste realizes that the world is doomed, she has nothing left to live for, and she commits suicide. Really, there is yes. You can go to uh, I don't remember how to trigger it, uh, but I've seen it online. Like the 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 playthroughs, uh, they they like in the edited version in this for the Super Nintendo. It's like you know she like throws herself off, and then it just sort of ends at that, and then the game game over,s and you. Wow! We'll oh. start over yeah I it's never knew super that. heavy oh so she's not supposed to die well you don't want her to die no because she's you at that point and so if she dies the game ends oh. and also you don't want her to die because that's just yeah. horrible uh cyan gotcha. of course had his entire kingdom and family poisoned by kafka uh-huh uh gal we've already discussed heaven salmon and edgar's parents died at a very early age and oh uh they uh the they were basically poisoned by the empire yeah mm-hmm um that's it's hinted that that's the case. Shadow you've already kind of shared his his whole background. Strango. Realm's parents are dead or are a ninja. Which yeah. you think it's actually kind of cool. <laughs> realm has got it good. <laughs> Realm's actually doing okay. Her her ninja dad is around but he she he, she doesn't know that it's his yeah. dad or dad. Setzer's best friend died in a race. Oh yeah. That one's really depressing cuz I I uh, they originally, uh, in the translation, they didn't add in a line, or it's a, a line that's hard to trigger. You have to like have Setzer around for something, and he makes mention of Daryl. And then only at the end, like uh, the World of Ruin, do you find out, oh, Daryl is the person with this other airship. Yeah, he was and, like, in love with her. Uh, and- they had a race, and she won. And when he went to the place where they were supposed to meet every time after their races, she never comes back. And he found out later that she crashed into a mountain and died. Real dark stuff. Super heavy. And about the heaviest thing in the game is Kefka Palazzo. Kefka is the probably, the, is I would say, the most successful final boss in a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. He's about one of the most successful villains ever. He, uh, Kefka Palazzo was the like a jester for the Empire, like the Emperor's sort of like court, you know, Court jester, who, who was the first person to be experimented on with Magitech. They tried to infuse him with magic. And from one of the NPCs in the game, you find out something went wrong. Nobody really knows for sure, but Kefka becomes a sociopathic nihilist who just believes that there's no value in life. there is nothing, that there is, there is no sense in living because you're going to die. It's inevitable. Like why bother fighting it? Like, like The only joy he gets is from destruction. And throughout the game, you see it time and time again. He poisons the water and kills off a kingdom. He, he betrays his own men. He does everything. He's so rotten. He's the worst. And then at the uh, midway point of the game, when you're on the floating continent and the emperor, and, and for me when I was a kid, it blew my mind. That Kefka was the final boss because at the end of the game, the Emperor has seized these statues. The midpoint of the game. Yeah, the midway point of the game, sorry. Uh, The Emperor has seized statues of these three goddesses of magic and he's gonna use them and rule the world. And then Kefka stabs him in the back and throws him off the continent. He just doesn't care. And Kefka unaligns the statues, throws the world out of balance, and then steals the power of gods and destroys the world. He wins. Mm-hmm. He is the winner. Now refresh my memory when, when you when you defeat Kefka at the end of the game, the world's still ruined, right? Like they don't. It's not- coming back. There is a hope. There is a hopeful ending in that the life is coming back to the world, but mm-hmm. it's not like you know Kafka loses and then suddenly everything's great again, right? Because I mean he killed all those people. Those people ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah. It's super heavy. Yeah, every every other final fantasy villain I can think of gets to the point where they've almost won, and then they're defeated. With Kefka mm. just he's like, he wins. There's not really a victory there. Like, oh good, no one else will die, <laughs> but all yeah. these other people certainly did. The world's gonna come back, but that's about it. That's all you got going for you at the end of the game because Kafka won. He destroys everything. Super depressing. It is real depressing. God, I love it. <laughs> oh my God, I you have no idea. Kefka was amazingly fun to voice in my long play and in fact i stole his voice for a villain in noobs and dragons the D podcast we do and in fact that's all based on a D character that we've encountered in our thursday D group you know mm-hmm. me and xander and uh i it's uh i i i had asked some fans and you know i was like hey how creepy is his voice and they're like on a scale of one to ten craig like a million you're the worst <laughs> we hate you it's generally the consensus i've gotten. Yes. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Final Fantasy 6 is one like we said one of the best RPGs just ever. If you've not had a chance to play it, do it. If oh, yeah. you're like chops any for some reason can't get into it, watch the long play, get the story cuz at the very least the characters are 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 involving enough that you know, you want to know what happens with them unless you're chops. <laughs> unless you're chops. <laughs> the uh the battle system itself, uh, I mean, FF seven gets a lot of credit for being like, oh, the materia system's great, but really the materia system is just the magic system, system from yep. from six. It's just based... Yeah, Magi. Yeah, I said Magitech. No, Wow, close enough. I said it like... the same thing. Well, Magitech is how you get Magi. Yeah. So you know, uh, I, s- I said it a long time ago, actually in uh. One of the older Legend Retro episodes where they're mm-hmm. talking about like some of the greatest games, Um and I argue this with uh, Link to the Past versus Ocarina of Time, is that those two get like Final Fantasy VII and Ocarina of Time both took a ton of stuff from its predecessor and just like slightly improved it, and then mm-hmm. somehow those get the glory. Whereas I I still think that Link to the Past and Final Fantasy VI did everything their their uh, predecessors or not predecessors but their followers did. But better, yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I never agree. got into the 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 intricacies of the materia system, so I understand there's some argument there. Maybe I'm wrong. I like the way it works in Final Fantasy VI better than it does in Final Fantasy VII. But I'm also I a mean, bigger I didn't even fan. get to that point in the game. Basically, chops they uh uh, it's a qu- it's an equippable item that teaches you magic and it also alters your stats. So like upon a level up, like if you're if you have a site that gives you plus one or plus two speed. Then every time you're leveling while you have that equipped, you get that bonus. And so it's really fun to be able to customize your characters because there's really fun things you can do where it's just like, oh, well, Gao's insanely powerful. Let's just give him a ton of attack, a bunch of speed. Boom, he's good. You know, or you can you know, decide like, oh, Sabin's blitzes are – some of them are based on physical attack, but a lot of them are based on magic. You know, his blitz is where he shoots out like all the like, fire versions of himself. So why don't you just make Sabin a mage? He's he's uh, it's it's weird because it's counterintuitive. It's counter. Yeah. But he makes a better mage in the game than he does a physical character because most of his blitzes are magic based. And you get all the spells in the game if you have him learn them all. So you can just make him like the best mage in the game. He's this hulking brute of a character. And he's a magic user, basically. You know, so it's it's interesting that you can kind of customize it and do what you want with it. Uh, But I did want to talk about how you can kind of break the game. Oh, yeah. There's uh, 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 a bit of a strategy, uh, and not even just the basic stuff, like the economizer item that lo- you know lowers your magic use to one point, but GAO can become, in the Super Nintendo version, the most powerful character in the game. Is that still true on the SNES classic version? It is. They use the same uh, same game, except for not on the Vita, like the PlayStation. Yeah, not any other versions after the Super Nintendo version. They they fix this glitch. Uh, basically, it's uh, uh, me and uh, our buddy Sean had played through this game quite a long time ago, uh, and we found out about this trick uh, where we call it the Stray Cat Strut. Gao has a rage called Stray Cat. Which sounds dumb, right? It's just a straight cat. Like, how could that be powerful? But what you do is uh, when Gao uses his rages, he either does a physical attack or he does an optional alternate attack, depending on the monster you choose. You know, for some things they shoot fireballs or whatever. But uh, with a straight cat, you either do a regular attack or a, an ability called uh, Cat Scratch, where it does four times damage. So what you do is you just max out his attack. You give him a Genji Glove, which is a relic that lets you hold two weapons. But Gao can't use weapons except for what are called Imp Halbrids, which are uh, when you get the Imp status effect. It's the only time they boost your attack. But it doesn't matter when your attack is that high. So you give him two attacks. And then you give him a relic called Offering, where he attacks four times. And so if he uses Cat Scratch, he hits for 9,999 damage. Once, twice, uh, through five. Eight times, isn't Eight it? times, because yeah, because two it's two attacks. weapons. You attack four times with each, each weapon. So it's eight times, 9,999. We beat the final boss with Gao in one round, just straight cat. He just went, Whoo, and it was just, Meow. and just like immediately <laughs> ripped Kafka to shreds, and we killed him in one round. Gao is awesome. He is so much fun, and he just has so many options with all the, the fun things he can do there, but uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Gao is Gow's a monster.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. There are other fun things you can do with him as well because he's so customizable with all the monster attacks. But, uh, yeah, stray cat strut. Yeah, and Magisite, uh, was is similar to like the material where it's just this thing that you get that teaches you magic, but it's also your summon. And it oh, yeah, that's right. Stats. That's true, yeah. You can also use it as a summon, which is uh, fun. You know, it it definitely adds a lot more to the battles once you start getting magic on everyone. Yeah, so it's really cool that you can have all these characters, like you said, and just Mm -hmm. customize them however you want. And there's so much more, like, strategy to it sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, I'm going to try it and make this really hard on myself or what have you. But Oh, yeah, there's so many different things you can do. And the the best part is, is even the characters that you think, like, oh, Realm's a little girl who, like, paints pictures. She's got to stink. Well, she's also one of the better mages in the the game, so like you know, she's a lot of fun to use when you slap magic on her and stuff, you know. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, uh, I I can't recommend it enough. But there's one at least one more thing to talk about, and that is the music. Yes. Well, before we do that, yeah. I actually have the speedrun any percent record. For oh this yeah. Game. Oh yeah, yeah. What's uh? It took me. Uh, what did we de- uh, decide around twenty eight episodes, twenty seven episodes yeah. to, to beat it? So about twenty seven, twenty eight hours. Of recorded time, I also level ground uh, ground up my levels a bit, so you know. it's if I grinding. had to guess, based on the fact that it probably took you what, say, maybe thirty-five hours, maybe even more. I think. I, I think it was a bit more. I think it was like around forty, forty, forty-ish hours. We'll say for me. For any percent, now you have to tell me: Is there some weird game-breaking glitch? So like I wasn't like able. Minute? I wasn't able to watch the speedrun world record of this because it wasn't available on the website. And when mm-hmm. I tried to search for the person, I couldn't find a video of them doing this. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to guess seven hours. But there is something Nine hours. that they did because they beat it in six minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a glitch then. Yeah, they beat it in six minutes and twenty one seconds.
1: Huh.
0: Huh. And this is a Lusbilheim. Who, who well, congrats to you, Les Uh you, you cheated yourself out of a wonderful experience. Yeah, basically. Just I'm kidding, sure they've played it play the game or, enough to. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah, I would hope they played it enough. It would be real weird if they stumbled upon this uh, world record, six minutes. Yeah. Wow. That's, crazy. that's insane. I'll see if I can figure out how they did it. It's got to be some. I mean, it is a glitch. There's no way it's not. That game genie. Game genie. One of them, one of them, one of them. Game genie codes. Yep. Um, so yeah, we've got the the music of this game It was composed by Nobuo Ematsu, uh who composed the music for almost all the Final Fantasy games, at least one through up to two, this point. Yeah, one through twelve. I think twelve was the last one that he worked on. I think so. And even then, I think he has He's a like, hand yeah. in in doing some themes from the, yeah. the newer games. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, the. The music is phenomenal in this game. I mean, well, you know what? Hmm? I may have looked up the wrong Final Fantasy game. Oh, man. I think I did Final Fantasy III? Three. Like the, like See, the actual that's three? That's what I get confused about. What is the difference? Why, why is it? Where's four and five? Well, well four is, is two. And five doesn't happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why I don't like this game because it confuses me. Because the, the world, world record is, for. Why it, doesn't seven confuse you? The world, because it's seven. Because it's one, just two, seven. three, seven. It's just seven. It's just seven. There's no other alternative number for it. There is, it's not like it's 14 or two. Anyways, the first place world record for it. So else. how It's 38 minutes long. Sorry. That's 38 the minutes. Okay. Still, I looked at three. still like glitched. glitched. Sorry. Yeah, And that was by uh, Gassio from Japan as well. Hmm. I'm Very upset that I got that mix. I took so much time to make sure <laughs> it was right, and I still got it wrong. That's so fitting. that's me. That's Your best so wasn't me. good. Anyway, <laughs> wow. yes. Why is it three and six? Oh, because so, uh, oh, of Mystic one, Quest. I feel is like that we've why? explained this a thousand. No, yeah, I'll never remember. So, Final Fantasy the original yep. came out r- fairly late in the in the light. Or oh, it was like what eighty? Ooh, uh, early nineties. Yeah. And so Final Fantasy 2 II and 3 came out in Japan, but it was like the the whole RPG thing didn't quite take off as well in America. Also, it was way late in the NES's life. Yep. So around the time they would have gotten around to translating and porting that to America, Final Fantasy 4 was coming out for the Super Nintendo, and they said, "Well, let's not waste our time with that. Let's bring over this one." And they couldn't just call it Final Fantasy 1 to 4. So they brought that over as Final Fantasy 2. Yeah, uh and then at that point, you know, uh they were like, "Hey, should we bring Final Fantasy V Ooh, job class system? No, let's just go That's ahead and too pa- hard for Americans. Yeah, let's, let's give just, them Mystic Quest." Yeah, hard pass on Final Fantasy V, and then 6 was coming out, and they were like, "Yeah, all right, let's give it a shot." And that became 3. And then by the time Square jumped to Sony, they were like, "Okay, this is Final Fantasy V. We're now getting to an era where, you know, we we can't really like pull the wool over people's eyes." It's just Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Confusing an entire generation of kids. God. What's even more interesting is that for the Game Boy, game. you had Final Fantasy Legends yes. 1, 2, and 3, which were actually Secret of Mana games. Oh, no, the no, Psych- no. Those this, were uh, uh, Saga, front, uh, the what, saga at games. At least one of them was a side Psych- adventure Nensetsu game. Adventure, adventure was, was Seiken Densetsu 1, yeah. which is C- the prequel to Secret of Mana. Ugh, this uh-huh. is also why I don't like this game. It's stupid confusing. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Now you could go into the music, whatever. So, Nobuo Uematsu uh, does a phenomenal job on on this game. As he does with most of his games, you know, yeah. I, I I you know, his music is generally pretty pretty dang great. Has there been a Uematsu soundtrack you didn't like? I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but I feel like like maybe Final Fantasy 2, you oh, okay, know, that's like fair. you know, some of the I early, early Final Fantasies were, you know, like you know, there's some tracks you like, but there's some tracks that are a little repetitive, you yeah. know. But by the time he uh, uh, hit this game, he had mastered the Super Nintendo soundboard. Oh, for sure! And uh, it's just—it's great, you know. uh, uh, Let's go ahead and listen to a few, and then we'll—I have one more story about the music before we go ahead and uh, jump into things. This is one of my favorite songs: "Battle to the Death." Such a great track. It's so good. It's This is uh, the first time you hear this song, too. Just fighting Atma Weapon. Atma Weapon, which is this horrifyingly, just terribly powerful monster on the floating continent. It's just like breathing energy. hmm And it just immediately at the start of the battle, it's just like, I'm, I'm going to kill you guys. And it's like, oh, all right, Atma Weapon, you're not going to let us pass. He's like, nope. It's... Uh, What's his, his... He opens up and he's like, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, I am the beginning and... Ooh, not quite that heavy. Uh, if you can find the line... Somebody uh, in the game says that, doesn't it? It, 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 I, it, it says something similar to that. I, I don't remember the exact quote in the Super Nintendo game. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it again because uh, I gave him a pretty fun voice, which is a real scary, you know, deep monster voice, but... I. Uh, yeah, Atma Weapon was a lot of fun. He's just this, just the the just the just character model, or the 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 monster model itself is just... Oh, that's cool looking. Yeah, it looks awesome. Like, it just looks really, really awesome. Real, real B.A. Uh, did you find the uh, quote there, Zander? I found it for the Game Boy Advance version, which doesn't... It's not the exact same, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it says, My name is Ultima. I am power, both ancient and unrivaled. I do not bleed, for I am but strength-given form. Feeble creatures of flesh, your time is nigh. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but, uh, Chops, you uh, had said that you enjoyed a particular track, uh, right? Yes, the Velt. I don't know much about this. Uh, it's a, basically an area in the game where, where you, you go- find Gao. Yeah, where you find Gao, and oh, yeah. you fight every monster in the game that you've ever fought before, uh, which is uh, uh, a pretty... Oh, yeah, you know, and that's where you can learn his moves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, okay. yep. Okay, I remember now. Here, here it is. spent a lot of time on the uh, the Velt over my continual playthroughs of Final Fantasy VI, and uh, yeah, I the song is just perpetually stuck in my head. And it's you have to go fight those creatures, and then you come back there and you can get them to learn it, or they just show up. Any creature in there, any creature you fought and beat, shows up on the Velt including a few bosses, but not a lot of bosses. Uh, kind of a weird little quirk of the game. But uh, it's this crazy system because it's like there's this, like, an order to fighting them. So you can kind of, like, kind of cheat the system and, like, you know, what you fight will determine what will be next. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can make sure that Gao's going to, you know, like get these certain rages or whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, whatever creatures you've already fought. And then uh, Gao learns the rages of... The enemies, when he leaps and, like, leaves the battle, not the ones in between, but when he comes back. So it's really kind of weird. Like, this is kind of almost random system of getting these, like, you know, like, monster abilities. And a lot of them aren't that impressive or anything. Like, some are kind of cool because, like, you know, maybe they'll resist lightning damage or absorb it or something. So, like, when you're in a dungeon with a lot of lightning enemies, you know, he's got a huge advantage. But, uh yeah, all in all, it's uh, uh kind of... Weird and random. You have to really play with the system to to kind of get the most out of it. So I am sorry to take us back to Atma Weapon, but I found this really handy series of videos on YouTube called Craig W Play Long Play. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Craig WK Long Play. Craig, yeah, W Play. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so Atma Weapon in the Super Nintendo version says, "My name is Atma. I am pure energy and as ancient as the cosmos. Feeble creatures, go." <laughs> Yes, he he does not. He says go, which is the the very censored way of saying I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, because it was the Super Nintendo. That's great. Maybe I'm thinking of Culex from Mario RPG. Has like something he says, up. I am matter, I am antimatter, I am. That's what I'm. Thinking I can see of. your past, I can consume see your future, your future I, I consume, consume time, life, and I will consume you. Consume time, time and right. I will consume you. Yeah, yeah, we're nerds. What are you looking at, Chops? That's another one I haven't played. Mario RPG. <sighs> You're the worst, Chops. Let's play Mount Colts for Xander. It's one of his favorites. Yes, this song gets stuck in my head far off, far more often than it should. <laughs> don't know what it is about this song that gets stuck in my head so much but it's it's just so good it's a really good song i i really enjoy it it's uh it's used in a few different dungeons yeah in final fantasy 6 and uh hi i think that's one of the kind of the interesting things about final fantasy VI is like so many other games and rpgs have dungeon music that's just it's just like oh okay it sounds like a dark cave okay yeah it's spooky i get it but in ff6 Like the music's just solid the whole way through and like random battles and, you know, like everything is just really great. And uh, now we don't have the time for it in this show because – Not during the episode. Yeah, certainly not during the episode. The we'll put it at the end. Well, at least the finale. Yeah. Because the greatest song in, I would say, uh, the entire library of Nobuo Yamatsu's music – Probably one of the best for the Super Nintendo in general is the song Dancing Mad from this game, which is a 17 minute long just symphony, Mm -hmm. which is the final boss, because you have to fight through uh, all these different like, you know, like horrifying monsters that are protecting Kefka right before you fight him at the final, you know, the finale. And uh, it's it's awesome it's it it has different it's a super Nintendo song that has different movements like that's mm-hmm. insane yeah the 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 finale to it which you know includes a lot of like Kefka's theme and stuff it's just like it's so good yeah and one another thing that's interesting about the music of this game I think it really ties into the theme of the whole game like Craig said a lot of it is like kind of really dark, but there's also like each song has like this also this hint of hope mm-hmm Which speaks very much to the game itself. Like, yeah, stuff's gonna get dark. (laughs) It's gonna get real dark. But they persevere and they have that hope through the Mm -hmm. entire thing. So you kind of pick that up. Even like some of a lot of the battle music, the the battle theme that plays for almost every song is like really heavy. But then there's also like hints of like this is kind of upbeat and kind of good right here. And then it's like right back into like really intense. Yeah, it I. It is I, I would say it's probably about one of the best role playing games of all time. Mm. I'd say it's probably one of the best games of all time, despite what Chops has to say on that. Hey matter. man, I got my opinion and I'm entitled to it. And much like people who, you know, I mean every you know, people have opinions. Everyone has an opinion. Yeah. But they can What's be that? wrong. They can they can be wrong. Yep. I'm not saying mine is. Oh I am. I know you are. I know you are. Yeah. You can't hear a nod, but Zayner just nodded. <laughs> I, uh, uh, playing through Final Fantasy VI through the the long play, which is the first long play I did on, on YouTube for our uh, GameZilla channel, so GameZilla Media on YouTube, it was so much fun going through the game and giving each character their own voice and everything. It was, I loved it. Hopefully yeah. everyone else loves it too. And at the time of this recording, um, you're just about to finish up EarthBound. Just about to finish Earthbound and jumping into Mario RPG. So consider this your warning. We'll have our Earthbound episode before too long. Uh, yeah, we'll have a, uh, a very spoiler-heavy uh, Earthbound ep- uh, episode. Because the first one we did, uh, me and Xander, uh, was uh, very, kind of very tease. light. Yeah, teaser, kind of just why we love the game. But uh, And then, inevitably, uh, uh, Chops will be able to see my long play on Mario RPG, and that'll be the excuse for us to do that. Yeah, episode. it's nice that I get to play these games that I don't want to play through you. Well, you're welcome. I've so long a, as it's I've been a real me. jerk on this episode, I apologize. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like uh, I hate you, Chops. <laughs> that's what I feel. That's Maybe good. one of these that's days good. you'll be able to rig the, the system off enough that he'll have to play through Legend of Dragoon. I mean, you're still supposed to play it, but uh Oh, I'll play about eighteen minutes of it and then stop. Eighteen There's I didn't like, play eighteen minutes. <laughs> I played a few hours of it. Um, but we're going to get into our retro... Am I going to have anything else, right? No. Nope. Retro relapse it is right now. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. All right. So I pulled a real chops this week. You did pull a real chops <laughs> this week. You picked this game, yep. and it's terrible. So uh, so here's the thing, is I don't think it's actually terrible. I think in the time that so we had about five minutes to commit to playing this before we had each. to record the episode. Yeah, each. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's probably a ton that we don't understand as far as controls. Even as I pulled up the pause menu to stop playing, I realized that there's a bunch of different spells and stuff that you can do, and you just oh. don't know it. Uh, so we picked the game Shakan uh, the Forever Man, the or maybe man. or maybe it's Chakan. I don't know. I've always I thought said it was Chakan. Chakan. Chakan uh which was uh released for the sega mega drive slash genesis um in nineteen ninety two december eighth uh you were basically a swordsman that was unbeatable, so you challenge death and death of course spanks you and then you have to like do things for death uh the idea behind the game is you're uh going through different elemental planes uh to to get rid of uh these monsters that have become too powerful and f- goes from there. I'm I'm gonna uh, throw out a uh, uh, maybe this isn't kind of where Chops wanted to take this, but I didn't think it was that bad. I again, I didn't either. It's it's just like uh, I didn't have a terrible time. We, time at the time. Th- we had very little time to put with it. True, it was difficult because we're learning this old retro platformer, and retro platformers by definition are almost always difficult. Yes. So I mean, and without having any kind of context for the controls and and figuring out the like even as chops was the third person to play it and as you were doing things we were like oh how'd you do that like just we had no idea so. yeah that's true we were still learning even on chops play of the uh game we were suddenly learning things like oh you can roll that's kind of yeah, cool i, I remember, wish i could roll i remember my brother renting this when i was really young and he really enjoyed it or at least seemed like he enjoyed it <laughs> and i played it when i was younger and i remember like in like getting a decent way through it but i never finished it so it was just one of those games that's always been in the back burner of my head like i should go back and finish this game one of these times and now that I have access to it, I probably will. The plot and, was real angsty. Oh yes. Yeah. So, I mean it's it's based on a comic book. So um, real angsty. Oh, okay. I gotta look that up. If we can uh, scroll back up real quick, chops. Um yeah, so it's based on a comic book, Robert A. Krauss, um and produced by Ed Anuziata. Mm-hmm. Anunziata, who oh. met Chakin's creator at a convention and was impressed okay so and the cover art looks sweet he looks, does, he looks, looks really, really, cool. really menacing it doesn't translate to a sprite very well no no he <laughs> looks like a really lanky i don't even know like he reminds me of like if boldo like was in a in a genesis game no, what, what it it reminds it, it's almost like a mixture of vampire hunter d and uh, lobo yeah i I was gonna say i i really morbius uh, morbius morbius Morbius. yeah yeah i i really get the vampire hunter d vibe from them the big wide brimmed black hat the like uh uh, leather jacket coat type thing trench coat uh it's real real angsty but i didn't hate it i i felt like the controls were fairly fluid i mean the the jumps required a lot of precision yeah which is sort of a pain yeah you had to uh, realize that unlike uh, later games your double jump didn't work like you can jump and then bounce back up you had to just use it right away yeah you had to like right there was a certain point you could use it or whatever i i would not mind having more time to to play around with this game yeah i uh, i think the music was a little bit of a letdown it but was, that's eh. Sega genesis like what are you well, gonna do <laughs> i mean but there's so many gems on the sega genesis it's yeah. it's depressing when you play a game and it's like oh it sounds like robot farts yep But like, you know, a good chunk of the library, they didn't know what they were doing with the double, uh, uh, you know, soundboard or whatever, Mm -hmm. or sound chips, two sound chips, double sound chips. So if you um, have a chance to check it out, do it. Just be patient and give it a little more time. So what do you give it on the 8-bit scale, Chops? I mean, I I wish I had more time with it. I would honestly give it a... four out of eight right now I mean three but yeah 5. I mean that's, that's fair. Three point five on what we right play, now that's... it's 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 I would need to spend more time with it the controls were super particular which is okay as long as you get the hang of it but um not knowing all the moves and knowing that the spells are there and like these levels are so different you fought a guy who like wasn't dying yeah he, and I and, don't know and, what uh, happened made no sense to me he made so, weird noises yeah so uh, yeah right now three and a half out of eight that's fair i'd say a four just uh, i'll give it the nostalgia bump i'm gonna say eight out eight because i'm like chops and i'm a contrarian and i love what chops hates what really you're gonna do that yeah i'm gonna do that okay how do you feel about that i mean not good i hope (laughs) no it's just weird it's not you if chops is a contrarian and you're trying to be the opposite of him wouldn't you be absolute I guess the opposite of chops is still it would be just a four point five because it's just the opposite on the other side of the scale. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually give my that's opinion. Not you you're, you're spiteful, but when it comes to me, you don't really give a good crap what I think. You're not so wrong. Like, so like so my honest opinion on yeah. this is I would probably give it a, about a four out of eight, and and kind of you know wish I could have played it more. But I do want to note that I hate you, chops. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let us know if you've played this game and if you've gotten any better at it than we have. And if you have the comic, let me. Read we want to know. Yeah. Let's oh, yeah. Yeah. Comic. Give us a holler about the comic. That's kind of interesting. I had never heard of it before. Be a friend. But it is time for our Nintendo music bracket. This yep. is uh, another uh, pick for round or another lineup in round two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have Contra for the NES, uh, which is. Well, I mean, we might as well play a sample of it, right? I mean, we sure we, we know it by now. I'll take care but, uh, of this. the jungle. Song. I was doing this. This is much better than what you were. Sanders is fairly close, <laughs> honestly. He was actually he was doing a really good job of there. there was another part You missed a part there. You missed a part there. I don't believe it. You did. Anywho. Uh going up against Contra is a uh, another classic. Uh Green Greens from Kirby's Adventure. Dude. <laughs> I muted
1: that oh. one <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really enjoy both it, of the songs. These songs are really great, and whoever picked them has amazing taste in video game music. Well, I mean, maybe it was just uh, Lucky Picks. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I only voted one way on it, so... Well, in any event, <laughs> uh, in this round, I think is when we're uh, uh, really going to see a lot of, you know... I, I, I'm excited Contenders. to see. yeah cont- yeah it, There's a lot of... Uh, uh, I mean, bo- the songs are both Kind of opposites, you know you have Contra, which is heavy and like you know a little darker, and then Kirby, which is like light and fluffy. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice to kind of see what you know what people's uh, picks are.: I'm voting Contra. Oh, really? You're yeah. just throwing it out right throwing now. Out. Yep. Wow. Oh, Craig, man. do you want to make a bold guess? I mean, green <sighs> greens is good, but Contra's the better song. Man, I don't know. I love the mellow nature of the of green greens, but con- the Contra That's theme nice. is great. I, I I would argue that Green Greens is a Game Boy song, just ported over to the Nintendo. It's hard to argue so, with that if we're going for NES. I, I mean, kind of you achieved. could also say that uh, Balloon Fight and ah, the, you could. the but Hello Kitty that song games, is a, a variation of an original NES song. Uh, but it's still a same song. It went twice to Game Boy in the, in the and then back bracket. to NES. Yeah, and NES, you'll so. also note that I voted against that song. So hey, I'm just saying, if we're talking <laughs> I about I know you did. Love you, me did some Did Hello you decide candy. what you were going to pick, or you don't have to say? I, I'm still thinking, honestly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be deciding. I don't you know. We've got one a I'm couple weeks use. before this episode goes up. Yeah, here, we have some it. time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anything else you guys want to add before we sign off here? I, I just want to say, uh, you know, thanks when it comes to. Uh, uh, you know and you guys mentioned it too throughout the show uh my long plays have been a lot of fun uh you know hopefully if you know anyone who is intrigued by ff6 or maybe remembers it but doesn't have the time to go back you know jump on the uh the long play you know even if you have to fast forward through some of the the battles or whatever you know to get to the the, the parts you want to see i mean uh you know do what you got i uh, i appreciate you guys watching it you know for anyone who's dropping me likes and comments and subscribes and stuff i uh you know it's uh, definitely appreciated And, what you know, besides his show, he also, for that, he does Noobs and Dragons on Wednesdays. Which I also do fun voices for. He does terrifying voices on that as well. So that comes out on Wednesdays. We have GameZilla, which is live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And they show the, or sorry, post the podcast version of that on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. You have The Legend of Retro which comes out on Thursdays. GameZilla Alpha on Sundays, which you can get early access to as a patron member on GameZillaMedia.com. And you get a lot of other fun perks, too, so make sure to check that out. That is correct. We talk about Last Action Podcast. Is that out by now? Yeah. I'm I'm thinking We've if we talked it's not, about it in the last two episodes, why would it all of a sudden not uh, be? I don't know, I can't remember. I mean we did talk about <laughs> did it in the previous episodes, yeah. Did we talk about it though? We,
1: yeah. Do we have to Maybe talk it about it? Maybe it ended already. <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> it's the last action podcast with LPJ and Sphinx talking about action movies on Mondays at releases, and you will hear some vulgarity and some great movie uh action movies that are talked about. Was there a McDonald's movie that I can go and talk on? <laughs> Uh, um, I don't think. Super Size Me? So speed? that's a documentary, not an action movie. I mean, it's a little exciting, right? I don't know. I'm sure I'm there's there an a, action I'm sure movie there's an, an to anim- McDonald's It could and be like. An, go and ruin that episode for I, them. I, I doubt it. There could be some sort of oh, fast food. There's got to be some product placement. I'm you know, going to go make a movie, action movie about McDonald's or okay, I'll okay, see great. you guys later. <laughs> Bye, Xander. Bye. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this uh, episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. We'll see y'all next time when the, the legend continues.